Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Chris Rambles. I am lazy as fuck currently. It's about 10 at night. Haven't been feeling too great today, so yeah, that's just a little useless information. We are back with another short story tonight and I'm going to be reading it from Reddit, but just before I get into that, I need to get the logistics out of the way. I know it's a little bit of a irritating thing to go through and to listen to, but it's still needed. I still want to grow an audience, so just bear with me on this. If you have any short stories, horror stories, it can be fan fiction, it can be what the fuck ever you want to send me, you can send it to info dot crpod at gmail.com or you can hit me up on instagram at chris rambles pod send me a message there i'll be sure to read it and i'll even gladly get back to you on a little questions and answers episode or just a little mini ramble where i read all the messages and all the mails but yes so tonight's story is from reddit once again you can always trust them to come up with these cock stories oh shit stories i should probably speak english i'm actually afrikaans so that's my i'm from south africa and that's my home language my mother tongue is afrikaans sounds very german sounds very dutch very very much the same the same thing it's just it's less angry than german but it's also less high than Dutch, so it's somewhere in between. But tonight's story is called The Man. And it's on r slash horror stories. I'm not going to disclose the username just for their, their privacy's sake. I did it, I think, an episode or two or maybe three ago. But I'm not going to do that just to... Just to predict the identity as well. However, you can go, you can go look. But this is called the man. <coughs> so I'm gonna get into this. The man by Reddit user. My family has always lived on farmland. Not many trees. What the shit? Well, okay. Well, you can probably get trees on farms. But I haven't seen a lot of trees on farms. But yes. My family has always lived on farmland. Not many trees. No nearby neighbors. Nothing. Except for an abandoned house far behind ours. There's a row of trees about 100 feet from my back door. And behind those few trees was an eerie, deserted house. When me and my brother Todd, my brother and I, when me and my brother Todd were younger, we always wanted to explore this house out of pure curiosity. That's a very white person thing to do. There's always there's always white people that oh, I wanna go explore this, I wanna go explore that. Like it's yeah, we are a stupid fucking breed, but okay, I can't see this going well for these two little white kids. Yet to our dismay we were always told no by our parents. Us kids being kids ignored our parents wouldn't they fucking do that. Us kids being kids ignored our parents' orders and decided to sneak out one night to explore the house. 
well, honestly, if if I were to become a parent, like, you are on your own there. I told you no. I told you fucking watch out. And being an adult now, I can actually somewhat understand why my parents did stuff. Because thinking back, if I did all the things my parents told me not to do, I would either have been dead, severely molested, or in jail. So, so listen to your parents, kids. When me and my brother Todd were younger, yeah, I read that little piece. That's why I shouldn't go on segways. <laughs> As my parents told me goodnight, I waited under my blanket for my parents to head to bed. After an hour of them watching TV, I finally heard them go into their room. I got out of bed, grabbed a flashlight, while throwing on a dark-colored hoodie. Once I was ready, I went into Todd's room, and he was already dressed up with a flashlight. Ready to go. So he... Okay, he had a flashlight. Yes. We crept out the back door. Crept. Yes, sorry. My, as I said, I'm, I'm quite tired. But... Joe must go on. We crept out the back door, careful not to make any noise. We flipped our flashlights on and started towards the house. Aren't you just a little scared? My brother frightened. My younger frightened brother told, uh, says to me while sticking close to my side. Of course not. That was a bold-faced lie. I was terrified. But being the older brother, I tried to show some courage. After a minute... We had arrived at the front door of the abandoned house. So it's only a minute. You you said there's no nearby neighbors. And then you say there's a house that you can clearly see. And it's about 100 feet. I don't know how, how far 100 feet is. We use the metric system, yeah. But... That's about, it's about 20 meters. Yes, because 6 feet is 2 meters. So that was a blatant lie. That's your second lie of the story. But okay, let's, let's go on to this not-so-close, not-so-far house. Leave the front door open, just in case we have to make a quick exit, I said jokingly, but seriously to Todd. How are you joking and serious at the same time? It's a bit redundant or more contradictory. When I'm going. Once we stepped into the house, I had a chill shoot down my spine. Sweat started to speed down my body as me and Todd examined the interior of the residence. Once again, it's when Todd and I... The home was very strange. There was a hallway to my left and some stairs to my right. Shall we split up? I said jokingly. Yet another very white person thing to do. Unsurprisingly, Todd is not leaving my side. Okay, that's a good choice. Todd is a smart guy. We first explored the downstairs. Through the hallway there was a living room with an old ripped up couch and a few other pieces of furniture. The home's impression was in unusual. A chilling ambiance could be heard echoing through the vents of the residence. 
if I'm not mistaken, ambiance isn't a sound. Ambiance is more of a feeling. I think this guy was high as shit. He started hearing feelings. But okay. I'm not gonna criticize. <laughs> Let's say it upstairs. Maybe there will be something cool up there. Yes, like a body. Or a ghost. Or both. The ghost of the body. Todd suggests. We start on the stairs to explore the rest of the house. There were eerie and strange paintings on the wall, making you really wonder who lived there before it was abandoned. Once we got to the top of the stairs, there was a bedroom and a bathroom. They were both empty. Besides a bunch of cluttered junk, then they aren't empty. Third lie. Third fucking lie. Because last time I checked, empty means there's nothing. It is com it is lacking furniture or lacking everything else besides empty space. Then it's empty. But okay. I didn't write this. This is so lame, Todd mutters from behind me. Yeah, I was expecting to find something interesting. Let's head back. As we walked towards the stairs, a chilling thud came from the front door and made us freeze in our tracks. It was the front door slamming shut. Okay, was it the wind? Did my parents see us and come follow? Why would they shut the door? Maybe to lock your disobedient ass up? That's what I would have done. Is the original owner back? Well, well, it's a very convenient time for him to come back. Maybe that ambiance you heard was an alarm system. But okay. My mind and heart were racing. Dad and I slowly crept back into the bedroom and got us on our stomachs and slid underneath the bed. I thought it's empty. Cluttered junk is a bed. <laughs> okay. Covering our ma mouths, we lied. Yeah, you've been fucking lying. You've lied. You lied four times now. Covering our mouths, we lied there as we listened to the person walk around downstairs. They walked very slowly and with took very heavy footsteps. They went through the to the kitchen and the living room as my brother and I lay there stunned. Then the person started on the stairs. One step, two steps, we lay there anticipating the inevitable for what felt like an eternity. They came into our view. It was dark, but our eyes had somewhat adjusted. The person were wearing black boots and dark pants. They walked past the bedroom to the bathroom. While contemplating making a run for it, the man came back into view. He was facing us. He slowly took a step directly towards us. Sweat was rushing. Yes, you need to go see a doctor if it's rushing. Jesus. Okay. We're going to hear the sweat dripping as well. My brother and I were pale. There you use it right. Moy. Beautiful. The man took another step towards us. I started shaking. 
My brother grabbed onto my arm and buried his eyes into my bicep. Okay. The man took another step. He practically had his boots in a boots in had yeah, what? What? Probably meant to say he practically had his boots in our mouths. I shut my eyes while holding my breath, trying to make us little noise as humanly possible. Maybe you should try shutting your mouth. His boots won't be in your fucking mouth. After what seemed like an eternity, the man finally turned and headed for the stairs. He walked straight out the front door, leaving it open. Thought and I took our chance and bolted out the door straight to our house. That's fucking stupid. Maybe do some reconnaissance and see if the man is still in the area. Because now he just left. Now you just left. And he's probably going to see you walk running towards your house. It's apparently a minute away. And then he's going to come into your house. And then he's going to know you saw him. That's fucking stupid. Dumbass. We made it back safe and never told a soul about what happened to us. The next morning, my dad cut on the news and the front headline read, Local man arrested after confessing to multiple home invasions. My head started to spin. Was that the man? Was he the one who came so very close to finding my brother and I? What would have happened if he found us? Is it safe to say that me and Todd... Oh, fucked it up again. Is it safe to say that me and Todd won't be sneaking out anytime soon? Well, honestly, I would fucking hope not. Because clearly you are dumbasses. But, nevertheless, glad they're safe. Could have went horribly wrong. Just like your grammar. But yeah. That's the end of the story. I I enjoy doing the doing the reading of these horribly written stories. I'm not claiming to be an expert in language and grammar and this because English isn't my first language. It's not my home language. I've I've learned English as I grew up. It's one of the main languages in my country. And my fiance is English, so I spent my life speaking English currently. Not very well, but I try. You can also probably hear from my accent I'm not an English speaker. But it's all that's one thing that irks me and it bothers me that people who actually grow up as English speaking people they can't use correct grammar. Because I'm assuming I'm only assuming that this was written by someone that lives in the US. Well they might be Spanish or this or whatever whatever something American they are. But still, like, do some effort. Proofread these things. And also, have, have some flow to it. I, I get it, it's a short story, so you need to get to your point quite quickly. But, just put some thought and effort into it. Ask a friend to pre-read it. However, if... I, I probably wouldn't have. My friends would probably not know that I... I write short stories, but that's that's personal to me. But just proofread it, throw it through, type it up on Microsoft Word. They will teach you how to use the right grammar, and they will highlight spelling errors. 
do that then, because that's what I do most of the time for work. If I need to write an email, I type it up in Word. Okay, but Outlook also does the same thing. But do that. Then I won't bear, I won't have to make these stupid fucking podcasts. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. That's the only story I've got for tonight. And if... I just wanted to, if the audio quality varies from episode to episode, I'm still, I don't know how to mix and master. I'm currently recording on Anchor on, on the app. So I'm just putting this straight into Spotify and Google Podcasts and every fucking way else. But if the sound quality varies, I'm just trying to sound, to, to find my, my sound and to, I, I play around with it and then I get feedback from, friends and family who listen and say, listen, this was edited horribly shit. And this was this and this was that. So I try and, I'm just trying to find it. I'm trying to find my feet. But for now, this is what you're stuck with. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoyed the story. Like I said earlier, if you've got any suggestions for stories, send me the link, send me the story itself. Email it, DM me on Instagram. Ask me for my WhatsApp number. I'm probably not going to give it to you. But fucking send it with a fucking post dove if you want to. However you want to get it to me, you can get it to me. And I really appreciate all the listens so far. I appreciate the audience that I've created. I just want to say hi to the people in Ireland and the UK. That's currently my, my abroad listeners. Welcome to this shithole of a country. And yeah, I, I just really appreciate the, the support I've been getting. It's been somewhat overwhelming, especially for for a short for a podcast that's been on air so short. Like I really do appreciate it. And you can go check out my other podcast that I co host with my best friend, Muzz. It's called the Chris and Muzz Show. We are also on Spotify and everywhere else. I'm still setting up socials for that. And that's just a space where we we try and inform people. I'm not. We're not going to teach you how to do shit. We're not going to show you exactly how to do shit. Most of our information comes from the wonderful site Wikipedia, and we currently have a show out about death row meals, and that's also on this episode. It's. It's the third episode of season one. It's the swapcast that I did. And go check that out. And I'm not going to keep you for much longer. It's been long enough now. But yes, thank you so much for tuning in. And I will see you on Thursday for another episode. Bye, bitches.